Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 3.33, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. It is a Tuesday afternoon. We've got uh, our friend Jason Miares, the Attorney General of our beloved Commonwealth, joining us at uh, 5.03. Looking forward to chatting with him. He, as you know, former member of the House of Delegates, has an entire legislative uh, agenda. He'd like to see get passed through the House and the uh, State Senate. We'll, we'll, we'll chat with him at 5.03. There are all sorts of legal issues still swirling around former President Trump, who after last night's massive victory in Iowa, sure seems to be to be the guy who's going to be the Republican nominee. Maybe it's time to coalesce, but that's another story. So I wanted to try and figure out what is going on, what's not going on. I think there's a kangaroo court over in The Hague right now attacking Israel, and uh, a judge just ruled that uh, JetBlue can't buy Spirit Airlines. This is so far above my pay grade, it's embarrassing. So I had to rope in my friend, who happens to be the smartest lawyer on God's green earth, former federal prosecutor, uh, a CPA, admitted to practice law in England and Wales, uh, my friend Joe Moreno, counselor. Good afternoon, sir. Jeff, how are you, my friend? Uh, I am well, thank you. It's a little chilly, uh, a little snow-covered here in central Virginia, but otherwise we are doing great. Same up here in northern Virginia. The kids are super excited to have a snow day, and uh, it sounds like I'm in, I'm in good company in today's show. You have the state attorney general joining later. How, yes. how amazing is that? Yeah. Fantastic. Well, he's like the second best lawyer on God's green. So that's... Uh... <laughs> All right. Now, look, Joe, we got so many legal issues. I'm not quite sure where to start. So I'll tell you what, let's start with former President Trump and this E. Jean Carroll matter. What is that and where is it headed? Yeah, so this is sort of the unfortunate uh, downside of Donald Trump's stubbornness. I think Mm -hmm. it both benefits him in terms of his sticking to an issue and running it down till he gets what he needs. But at the same time, sort of uh, not always uh, sticking to legal niceties. And, and as a client, I got to imagine he's quite a handful. So there was an initial defamation case from this woman against Donald Trump. He, he fought it while he was in office, but since it, it predated his time in office, he really couldn't block it. Okay. He lost. And then what he did was he, he kind of said some things about her again after he lost. And so now he's facing a second lawsuit. And, and defamation is basically when you, 
uh, when you when you badmouth someone publicly to an extent that it damages their reputation. And uh, now you can truth is always a defense. So if right. what you're saying is true, well then that's 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 not defamation. But if it's not true, or if it's twisted in a way, or if it's basically an opinion, which mm-hmm. we're all allowed to have, but we're not always allowed to share it publicly, especially when you're a major media figure. Gotcha. So it's a civil case, so it's yep. not criminal. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, facing, it's, it's basically hitting someone's pocketbook. Right. But it's a nuisance, right? Mm-hmm. And it's out of Donald Trump's you know, kind of unwillingness to stay away from the fire uh, mm-hmm. and kind of poke mm-hmm. at it sometimes. Yeah. Kind of wish he wouldn't do that. You focus on the big picture things, but that's mm-hmm. where we're at. Okay. Now, I don't even recall what it is that he said about her. Obviously, it was something big because she decided, oh my gosh, my, my life is sort of kind of impacted. But was it that she was, well, I don't know. I mean, what did he, what did he say? Do you remember? You know, I think it was allegations regarding um, uh, basically their interactions going from years past. It was had to do with the kind of a social personal interaction. She had won five million dollars basically because he he sort of alleged they had a personal interaction that didn't happen. She claimed that there was some interaction, but it was very different than what he said it was. And they kind of went back and forth. And again, that's why you don't have those kinds of spats in public, yeah. right? You do them with lawyers behind closed doors. Right. You deal with settlements. You say you try to make these lawsuits go away, not make them worse. That's yeah. kind of what happened here. Okay. All right. And so this thing has legs then as we move forward is what you're saying. Probably does. I mean, yeah. as you can imagine, New York City is not a... A comfortable, safe legal terrain for Donald Trump. Remember, the the, the judges are typically elected, right? They're overwhelmingly Democrats, because that's really the machine that runs New York these days, sadly. Mm -hmm. And so you're not going to get perhaps the the fair, impartial look that you'll get in many other places. And so we've seen that certainly with the civil case against Donald Trump before Judge Engeron. That's okay. the one being brought by the New York Attorney General. Right. Very, very hostile territory he's facing there. So, again, he really probably should at some point relocate to Florida. He'll, much, he'll get a much safer <laughs> environment down there. Well, you know, what's weird, of course, he, he lives in Florida, but all these cases are being brought in New York. Does he have any any recourse at all like uh like what was it mark meadows in south in georgia was saying hey listen uh because of my federal time uh, as chief of staff there was a, it ought to be moved to a federal court now his got kicked to the side i know but what worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The former president have more standing to do that? Perhaps if it had to do with activities that took place while in oh. office. That's, okay. that's the key difference gotcha. here. So if it predates or it postdates Donald Trump's term, that's really not an option for him to seek. And you're kind of stuck with the jurisdiction in which a case is brought. I mean, it's got to, as long as there's some nexus, some connection there, and that's okay. usually pretty easy to establish. And he, Donald Trump lives in New York. His yeah. business is primarily in New York. Uh, a lot of his activities over the years took place in New York. And so, unfortunately, he's kind of stuck cleaning up old business there, uh, you know, wherever kind of it, uh, it comes from. What if he were to just stand up like Perry Mason or one of these other guys and shout, you know, I demand a change of venue. Right. I, I, that was always in every legal show. I they demanded a change of venue, Joe. Couldn't it go to upstate New York? That's a little friendlier. That would be a gutsy move. Yes, you, you can certainly try that. I mean, yeah. within a state, you can certainly argue that you can't get a fair shake within yeah. a certain jury pool. Uh, they're tough, though. Judges uh, don't like to relinquish control over cases. <laughs> right. They don't like to admit that a defendant cannot get a fair shake in his or her courtroom. And so they resist those. And you have okay. to have a pretty darn good reason to win on a change of venue. Okay. Uh, even though Perry Mason may have tossed that around quite a bit. Okay. All right. Uh, Joe Moreto joining us, uh, former federal prosecutor. Uh, somebody, Joe, who, who look, you, you know something about stepping into a courtroom. You know about preparing for uh, criminal prosecution. What is going on in Georgia with this Fannie Willis who apparently hired her her boyfriend to be the special counsel and paid him way too much money? What a mess, right? Yeah. Now, th this was already a very, very questionable case before even this latest drama arose. Mm -hmm. So RICO is a very, very complicated law to enforce. And there's, there's usually a, a whole separate set of prosecutors that deal specifically with RICO cases, right. both at the federal level and at the state level for states like Georgia that have their own RICO law. Okay. The, the big problem with this case that Fannie Willis brought is that it combines four or five different alleged conspiracies, some of which are fairly serious that have to do with hacking voting machines. Others are very, very questionable, uh, largely Donald Trump asserting his First Amendment rights to make his argument about why mm -hmm. he believed he didn't lose the election. Okay. Now, on the more serious one, the voting hacking, Donald Trump had absolutely no connection. No, no he didn't direct it. He didn't have knowledge of it. The, the prosecutor's office isn't even claiming he had anything to do with that. But how they get around that is they call this a RICO case, and they call the effort of Donald Trump post-election to contest the outcome, they're calling it a RICO enterprise, and therefore they're saying anybody that had anything to do with the enterprise is basically guilty of all the things that the enterprise 
is alleged to have done. That's how you sort of, that's how you kind of create cases, but they're typically brought against things like mafia families, right? Gangs or corrupt corporations where the entity itself exists for the purpose of committing crimes. Mm -hmm. So that's how if you're in a mafia family, if one person commits a murder, but another member of the family may not have been involved directly with that murder, the fact that they're both part of the same criminal enterprise is a way to get them both under a RICO statute. Wow. Now, the problem in Georgia is that there was no corrupt enterprise. There was no mafia family that Donald Trump and these 19 other defendants were part of. Yeah. It's kind of a, it's a, it's a falsehood. It was yes. a collection of people who were investigating whether or not Donald Trump truly lost the election. Right. So right off the bat, it's very, very, very shaky. Yeah. Pile on top of that, what we just learned in the past week, that Fannie Willis not only brought in a special prosecutor she seems to have a personal relationship with, not only did she pay him something like $600,000 over the last few years, which, hey, you can get that gig, I take it, <laughs> but also apparently he not only has no RICO experience, I don't think he's ever tried a case at all. He has, seems like, no courtroom experience, both on the prosecution or the defense side. Wow. So what does that say to me? Look, ah. the, personal, the, the personal stuff, look, I guess she can hire who she wants, right, even if it's her boyfriend. Yeah. But the fact that he has no experience, that signals to me that she knows darn well this case will never get prosecuted. This was all sort of a show. Yep. It got headlines. It got yep. Donald Trump down to Atlanta to have him booked. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, I don't think this ever goes anywhere. It all pleads out. And at the end of the day, this was once again using the legal system as a political weapon, which is absolutely not how it's supposed to be used. Oh. Great, great insight. Now, Joe, I want to share with everybody that you have agreed uh, to join us on a regular basis. You're going to be with us every other Tuesday to, to tackle legal issues like this, uh, um, things that come up. Uh, obviously, we're going to reach out to you before that uh, regularly scheduled appearance comes up. And I, I just want to thank you for that. Jeff, it's my pleasure. Hey, I think it's going to be a heck of a year for us lawyers. Um, not always good for the country, I will right. say that. I mean, a That's lot right. of what we do is, is pretty messy. And like I said, misusing the legal system is something that never should be done. And I do think we're seeing a lot of that here. So I I have to hope that we can get through the legal mess, figure out what makes sense and what does not make sense, and really kind of put the country first, ultimately. Absolutely. Joe, uh, before I cut you loose, why don't you give everybody your website so they can get uh, prepped on who this uh, new participant, this new regular participant on the program is going to be? Absolutely. Hey, my handle on X or Twitter is Joseph Moreno, and my website is www.josephmoreno.com. And hey, I welcome back and forth. I welcome people to follow me and engage with me. It's going to be a heck of a year, and I think half the battle is going to be weighing through the truth versus what's being hyped. And, And unfortunately, there's a lot of hype out there these days. There sure is. Joe, I appreciate you being here, my friend. That is Joe Moreno, the smartest lawyer on God's green earth and a brand new regular contributor to this here little program. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.